to be uh, here having a bunch of fun tonight and also trying to draw closer to you. Thank you for bringing them here. Bless us. Uh, bless these next few minutes with your grace. We ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. <coughs> Good stuff. So um, the word Advent uh, means come. Coming, you know, Adventio. It means to come. So there's actually three comings of Christ that we reflect upon during Advent. Um, what is the first coming? Yes, sir. His birth. Yeah, 2,000 years ago when Jesus came down to his, that was the first coming. And so we're going to spend a lot of time going back and looking at that. But what would you think would be another coming of Christ that we also reflect upon? Dylan. Um, his return before his ascension? Yes. Um, not before his ascension, but at the end of the world, when he comes again. Okay? So uh, when his second coming, yeah, well, no, that's fair. That's fair. But... Um, so the first coming, the second coming is at the end of the world. So we spent some time reflecting upon that uh, in the last couple of weeks of the church's year. And actually today on, on uh, the first Sunday of Advent, we still reflect upon that. So part of it is looking back. Part of it is looking forward to the second coming. There's a third coming. What do you think that third coming I don't know, I think Dylan was right there. I think Easter. Yeah. Go ahead. Easter fits in the middle there. Um, that's fair. It's not what I was looking for, but it's fair. What do you think? Um, I mean, you got like the past, or, uh, you got the past and the future, so I guess it would be something in the present. Yes! Ooh. Very good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That was There's a smart man right there. <laughs> Excellent. Like, uh, good. Good, good, good. good. Yeah. So part of what we do, you guys, is we look to the past, to Christ coming the first time. And we also have to deal with the reality that he's going to come again at the end of the world. When the world as we know it's going to come to an end, he's going to come back and he's going to, he's going to bring all of creation together and he's going to separate the sheep from the goats, right? And he's going to present all of creation to God the Father. And it's going to be the last judgment. So there's something we've got to get ready for that. So we look past forward. And part of the reason that we do all of that is to invite Christ to come into our hearts now, today, in the present, in a new way. Because Jesus didn't just come 2,000 years ago for the people who lived then. And he's not just going to come at the end of the world for the people who are living at that moment, right? I mean, Jesus wants to come into our hearts today, this Advent, right now in the present. And that's why we do all of this during Advent, ultimately, is to invite him to come into our hearts this year. And isn't that what we all want? Don't we want God to come? Don't we want to see him? Don't we want to be with him? Don't we want him to come and touch our hearts and, 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 and give much greater meaning to our lives, right? So that's part of what Advent is about. Now, Advent is also about joy. There's a lot of talk about joy during, during Advent. And part of the reason for that is if God is going to come into our lives, it's going to be a pretty joyful thing, right? So we speak of Advent as a, as a joyful season of expectation and preparation.
So I want to share with you a, a, a pretty awesome experience that I had some years ago. And it was at uh, the first World Youth Day that I went to. So I, I've been to a whole bunch of World Youth Days with the Pope. So Pope John Paul II, St. John Paul II, started these World Youth Days, um, actually in the 80s. And, but the first one that I went to was in 93. How many people were here born already in 93? So one, two, three, four, five. Five people were born in 93. So, um, so in 1993, next year was better. In 1993, the Pope came to Denver. And it was really awesome. It was the first one I went to. I went with young people from St. Mark Parish and a few youth apostles. And um, the, the Pope was coming, but his first night he was going to arrive, and it was going to be in, in the, um, the Denver Mile High Stadium, the football stadium. But not everybody got tickets. So some people got tickets to that, and some people got tickets to something else. We were very fortunate enough to get tickets in that stadium that first night. So this was, uh, this was I think it was uh, Wednesday night or Thursday night, and it was going to be his, his arrival. We had gotten there a few days before. And so we are packed in Mile High Stadium. I mean, every seat, every, I mean, every space that could fit people in, we were packed in there. And we were, they were singing and had some great musicians, and we were having a good time. I mean, it was raining, actually. It wasn't that, the weather wasn't very nice. But all of a sudden, we saw this big, huge helicopter that, that I mean, it was like Air Force One or whatever they, they bring the president around in. They had lent, you know, a few of these for the Pope. And so we see this helicopter come, and it's, and it's circling around, and everybody is just going crazy, and we're so excited that the Pope's going to be here, and it's so cool. And, it, and, and you're watching all of this up on this, the screen, too. And all of a sudden, the helicopter lands, and we're going crazy, and a, a bunch of mere cardinals and bishops get out. <laughs> and the Pope didn't get out, and we're like, oh, man. So a couple minutes later, another helicopter comes and we do the same exact thing. And the place was going crazy, and it lands. I know Pope getting out. Oh, come on. So three times got to be the charm, right? So the third one comes, and, and everybody was pretty fired up, but we were a little anxious, right? And all of a sudden, you know, it lands, and out comes the Pope, and the place went crazy. And it was so cool. And I, it, we, it was going crazy the whole night long. And that, the stadium was shaken like the whole night long. And I, I have, I mean, you know, they've had some good football teams there. Um, and they have, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a big football city. And um, in the paper the next day, and I couldn't get over this, in the paper the next day, the writers on the front page of their Denver Post or whatever it was, this is back in the days when people wrote in newspapers, right? <laughs> and they actually got a paper newspaper. Um, and they said that that stadium was rocking more than for playoff games for the Denver Broncos. They even admitted it there. It was so crazy and it was so awesome. But the excitement when that Pope, when you saw the white outfit step out of that helicopter was so cool. And so this, this kind of joyful expectation, and as awesome as the Pope is, and let me tell you, I'm a huge fan of Pope John Paul II, a huge fan. And as awesome as that all is, what should be the joy of Jesus coming into our lives? Coming into our home, being born as a little child, you know? So, 
I, as much as I enjoyed that, there's a part of me that recognizes that we need to have that kind of joy for the coming of God into the world. Last point that I want to make with you guys is that I think that during Advent, it's, an, it's a season that invites us to do some things differently. If we just go about our day doing the same things that we normally do, and if we don't do anything different, what's going to be different about Advent? And what's going to be different about Christmas Day when we come into church if we haven't been doing anything to prepare? It's meant to be a season of preparation. So we need to do some things different. So what might that be? I don't know what that would be for you. But maybe, maybe you go to, go to Mass an extra day during the week. Maybe you can come on Saturday, or maybe you know you can you can come before school. So you can figure something out. Maybe you decide to take five minutes a day and pray with uh, the gospel because during the Advent season they have very very specific readings chosen for all of the masses, and they're meant to be there to help prepare us for Christmas. Maybe you could read them, pray with them. Maybe you decide that you want to try and see Christ in the pool. Now, I've been up to uh, the shopping center, which is kind of on the opposite side, it's hard to say, of the Starbucks and all that kind of stuff up near uh, in West Springfield. And there's a, uh, a Lido's Pizza, I think. You guys familiar with the Lido's Pizza there? And right next to Lido's Pizza, there's an older man that sits on a stool and um, plays music. And um, he is the kindest, gentlest old soul. And he loves it when you stop by to talk to him. And he, he doesn't even ask for money. I always give him some. But he doesn't even really ask. And he's happy to have a conversation with you. You will see the face of Christ in the face of the poor. Because Jesus said, whenever you do this for the least of God's children, you do it for me. Go spend some time with him. He's I'm, as far as I know, he's harmless. For women, I suggest maybe you go with another woman, just in case. Just because that's the world that we live in, but from what I can tell, he's harmless. And I've never heard anything, you know. But um, what can we do a little different during Advent to prepare for Christ? Now, I want to just finish with, uh, I mean, does anybody have anything that they've done in Advent before that was helpful, that helped you <coughs> open your heart to Christ to come in? Any, any suggestions? Yes? I volunteered at a homeless shelter, so I passed out soup to them. I think it was really close. That's fantastic. Around here? Uh, no, it was in New Hampshire. In New Hampshire is really cold. <laughs> yes. So I'm hoping it was hot soup as opposed yes. to gazpacho or something. <laughs> Excellent. Good for you. And was that something you did with your family or with school or by yourself or what? Um, it originally started out as like a school program, but then I got my family to do it with me. Good for you. That's awesome. <laughs> got your family to go. <coughs> That's a great thing. I'm telling you, you will see the face of Christ in the poor if you choose to do anything like that. Unquestionably. Any other any other cool suggestions or examples of guys? Yeah. Well, at my school, a sister got a few of us up in a 
She made an advent card and wanted us to spread it. So, like, we would pick a Bible verse, a virtue that we want to pray for, a goal, and then a patron saint to pray to. And you keep it somewhere that you always see it. Like, I always keep it in the front of my wallet so, so I remind myself to pray every day for it. It's kind of a nice thing. She started doing it this year, too. So that was kind of cool. You did that last year? I'm doing it now. Sweet. We did it last year, too. Sweet. But now she made it like a assignment for people to do, so now the kids have to do it. <laughs> I'm not a bad thing. Sometimes it's good to be strongly encouraged to do something that's good for you. That's great. Maybe one more example. Yes. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say I like the the giving tree mm -hmm. in the church because you know that's as a you're, great way to do as it. As you're shopping for people you yes. already know, you know to be mindful of those who may not have. Exactly. Yeah, somebody looking for them. Yeah. And you know, there, there are so many good ways to uh, to do things, uh, good things, and, and, and good things in the name of Christ during Advent. And one way is to do something for somebody that you're never, you're never going to see them open that present. Now, it would have been cool if we could have wrapped a couple of those presents tonight. Yeah. They'd get this thing that works. You <laughs> 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 would have done a better job. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, that, that's, that's a, there's an extra special thing about that when you're willing to do something for somebody that they're, you, you're never going to see who receives it and you're never going to see the smile on their face when they open it. That's a great point. And, and that's an opportunity right here, you know. And what would be even cooler is if you didn't use your parents' money, but you use your own money to buy presents. <laughs> that would be extra cool. Yes. So, yes. One, we, one year... Um, a group of friends did like a cookie baking party kind of thing um, and instead of just consuming a lot of sugar ourselves we donated them to like uh, the Christ house in Alexandria yeah. and they served so they got food. fresh baked cookies yeah. so. that's a great one too good stuff alright well I wanted to uh, do we have Cameron yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, there is a, an app that I use on my phone that I like a whole lot it's called iBreathery and it is uh, an app that um, you can use to celebrate the Liturgy of the Hours, which I don't know whether you're at all interested in that. But this app also has an option of just getting the readings for the day, and you can get to the Gospel real quickly. And so I wanted to just show that to you, just so that you could uh, see. All right, so I, Brevery, Brevery is the word for that book that priests and a lot of others use. And so when you go into it, you can... Um, there's another, yeah, you can do the Liturgy of the Hours, which is part of it, I think. Well, the readings. I'm sorry, this is a, actually, this is an angle to it that I haven't seen. <laughs> so, um, so the readings for the day, you can just go ahead and click on the readings for the day. And it's got the first reading, right, the second reading, and the Gospel. If you're not going to do all three of these, I would strongly encourage you to go with the Gospel. <laughs> all right? And so each gospel um, during Advent was chosen as a part of this preparation for getting to Christmas. So this is uh, um, this is not today's, yeah. but whatever. Interestingly it's, enough, uh, I mean it may, it, it may have tomorrow's, tomorrow's in there or something. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. this is how. So go back. Start at the beginning again, if you yeah. would, just so we can. So you, you download this thing. Yes, Breviary is the part for the liturgy mm -hmm. hours. But it's got readings. It's got other prayers. It's got the missal. So if you want to follow what's going on in Mass, you can do that. And it's got a whole bunch of other prayers. 
But the readings are the one for the readings for the day. Mm -hmm. and well, so but it looks that's different online than it does on the phone, too. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's I, what you're confused about because it looks like that on your phone. Perfect. So. Thank you. Yes, that's why I'm confused. So here I am trying to teach you, and I'm confused. <laughs> I'm used to doing it, believe it or not, on my phone. Uh, so, great. So yeah. that's just one example. Um, and uh, we were uh, we were pondering putting together a business card too, and we didn't get get around to that. Oh uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, we we may maybe we'll do that for another week. Mm -hmm. But that is uh, that is it for my reflection. Thank you all very much. So next week. Okay. What's happening Oops, next sorry. Week? Explore. Okay. Explore. Yeah. Explore is next week. <laughs> so you guys know Rob. Most of you guys know Rob. Rob's coming yeah. back. Woo! He is coming yes. back for an evening with us next week. Yeah. So he's going to help us do uh, an explore, and the topic is going to be our culture, and it's going to be very interesting. Yeah. Rob's adding some cool dimensions to this of things that I have never done before. So it's going to be cool. Um. Honestly, I would suggest with that iBrievery to actually just go ahead and download the app because I know that you guys are on your phone more often than you would probably want to hop on the computer. Um, so if you want to, you can look it up now because I know that spelling can be kind of weird. Um, it's I B. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need that many letters that popped up. That's true. I there you go. R. Okay. I I B R E I B R E I B I it's I and then that. I B R E the afternoon. Seven. Okay, got it. Okay, cool. That's what it is. It's one of those things like this. I'm sorry. Anyone else who's had experience with it? So yeah, next week we've got Explore Sunday. Our topic is uh, culture, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And as Father Jack said, um, him and Rob will um, be yeah. leading that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so make sure you come out for that. That'll be a really awesome discussion. Um, and interactive, too. So um, bring your phones. Um, that's all I'll say about that. We can go to the next one. Um, so Father Jack mentioned um, a little well, bit. Oh, you in his reflection, um, and there is a world, how many of you guys have ever heard about World Youth Day before? Okay. Yeah. Awesome, okay, so World Youth Day is an amazing, amazing event. It's uh, the largest um, youth gathering of Catholics in the world, and the Pope comes, and um, you just experience so much. I, I got to go to Brazil um, in 2013, I think. How many were there at the final night? Uh, four million. Yeah. So it's huge. It is a once in a lifetime experience. It really is. Um, yeah. And they go to different, um, it's held at different countries every time. And um, yeah, you just get the experience of meeting other Catholics, other young Catholics it, from other countries. You can 
um, trade with other people from other countries. So basically, like we we brought like extra shirts and extra pins, and like you could trade with with people from other countries. They would bring extra shirts and hats and all kinds of random stuff. Um, but a free so save up your Saint Bernard shirts. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Um, but it will especially impact your faith life. I can honestly say that um, to be able to see just the faith lived out in that many people um, gathering together. It, it's truly impactful. So we are trying to bring a group there. It is very costly. I'll just tell you very upfront that um, the basic pilgrimage, if we have more people interested in the basic pilgrimage, it's $2,100. And the extended pilgrimage is $2,700. So depending on how many people are interested in which one. Um, now, of course, fundraising is a thing. So if this is something that you're so interested in, then we are going to be providing fundraisers next semester to be able to raise money for both World Youth Day and Catholic Heart Work Camp. Um, Catholic Heart Work Camp is not as costly. It is um, between $400 and $500. Um, and this is an awesome opportunity. It's a, a local mission trip, basically. And we're going to be going to Richmond next summer, June 17th through the 23rd. This World Youth Day is in January 2019. So um, one thing that I forgot to mention, we are only going to be accepting current juniors and seniors and alum for this, for the World Youth Day trip. So that means if you're a junior or a senior now, you can come, keep in mind that you would be either graduated first year in college or you'd be a senior next year. Um, and then alum are also going to be um, welcome to join us as young adults. So. Um, for Catholic Heart Work Camp, we are inviting rising, so I'll just say it this way so it's not confusing, current 8th through 12th grade, okay? So this is for this coming summer, um, June 17th through 23rd, and it's a local mission trip, and basically um, we help the poor in a local area. We're going to be going to Richmond, and um, we're going to be going with two other parishes in the diocese, and I'm pretty sure we're going to be taking over the whole entire work camp for that particular location um, because there's going to be so many people from our diocese coming. Um, another amazing experience. Um, yeah. So if you want June to know more about 17th that. 17th through 23rd. Through 23rd. Yeah. Those are the dates of it. But the date that you want to know right now is December 10th next week. So Explore Sunday. Before Explore Sunday, we're going to be having an interest meeting during dinner. So even if you don't really want to hear about it, you'll still eat dinner and you'll still hear about it. Um, but if you <laughs> but if you really want to hear about it, make sure you're there. And if you're really interested and you're planning on hopefully doing one of these trips, then you need to make sure that one of your parents comes to this meeting as well. So we're going to feed everyone, including your parents, um, but just make sure one of your parents is also present. If your parent can't come, just let us know and, um, and we'll work something out. Um, yeah, okay. any questions about that? Christmas party! Um, so like I said, this is our last official lighthouse of 2017 um, because we are going to be having our Christmas party on December 17th. Um, we will have a ugly sweater Christmas contest. Ugly Christmas sweater I'm, contest. I'm win. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and then we're also going to be having a gift exchange. So neither of those you have to participate in, but why wouldn't you? Because they're super fun. And if you want to participate in the gift exchange, make sure you bring a wrapped gift um, maybe a little bit nicer than those. Um, that is the value of $10, okay? And um, that'll be a lot of fun. We're also gonna have like Christmas uh, cookie decorating, um, an awkward family Christmas, awkward Christmas, awkward, awkward family, family Christmas, 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 Christmas,
Wow, <laughs> these are all very hard <laughs> combinations. Um, and more. So, come. Question. Um, does a gift have to be bought or could you make one? You can make oh, something, yeah, oh, absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Basically, we just Actual don't want you to like be like, let me just go to Dollar and buy this mug, and then take home an awesome made gift by Dylan, but then give. Anyways, you guys get it. I trust you. It'll be awesome. Um, and I think that's it. Okay. Cool. So what time is it? It's perfect timing. Okay. So um, we'll hang out until 8.30, but let's close in on Glory B. Sound good? In the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Glory be to the Father. To the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Awesome. Thanks, guys.